0: shop all things Cherry johnson at
1: day. today's podcast is presented
0: by podgo podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so that you know exactly how much you'll be getting when you include an ad from podgo apply today and become a member and they will immediately connect you with advertisers that fit your audience that's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot co and be sure to add our podcast on the how did you hear about podgo section of the application
1: would you like to advertise on Cherry's World and have your product placed on Cherry's social media for the world to see? Email us now at Podcast at gmail.com for low introductory rates. Cherry's World Podcast. Get heard.
0: Welcome to Cherry's World
1: only podcast coming through your beat stereo it's cherry's world so let's go around like a merry go. plug your phone in make sure i got a full battery download it wednesday listen to it saturday she cover all topics whatever you after she got ball players, authors doctors actors rappers singers entrepreneurs divas leaders androids or apple turn up your speakers trying to shoot my shot like the vaccine whether it's cherry or maxine whether the podcast or acting she that queen pyt you know what that mean saw you on tv and touch the screen touch on you i plead lucy's got a crush on you it'll mean the world to get a blush from you teaspoon to me leave you sleep like robitussin do shop all things Cherry
0: johnson at the real cherry.com.com.com.com monica thank you so much for being here with us today i was like excited for the first time i saw you on tiktok (laughs) can you tell us about
2: the product? Yeah, well, you know, this is the first video that um, I actually did on TikTok that kind of took off. I was just trying to, to learn how to use TikTok, and, and a friend said, hey, why don't you show how the box works? And so I I did the, the TikTok video, and then it was like 2.30 in the afternoon when I uploaded it, and like 7 o'clock at night, I had a million views, and I'm like, what in the world is this? This is just a box and a wall. And uh, well, evidently, the majority of the country, and um, and actually even outside of the country, don't know about the safe haven baby boxes that are saving babies in boxes at fire stations and hospitals. And so it was a great way for me to educate on what Indiana has done to turn around the fact that prior to these boxes going in, we were having two to three dead babies in our state every year. And now we're having none and we're having a record number of babies in our boxes. So the babies that were being placed in dumpsters are now being saved by our boxes. And, uh, and so the box is actually just a, a device that um, that I, I I built. I didn't build it, I, I had a builder build it, but um, that alarms 911 automatically. So when you're at home and you call 911, 911 shows up. The box actually does that on its own. So when a mother places a child inside the box, it's already dialing 911. When mom shuts the door, it actually locks. So no one can come behind her and, and take the child. And the average time for the babies in our boxes is right at two to two and a half minutes. And uh, and this is just a way that, um, you know, I, I wanted to to not find any more dead babies in our state and and it's working.
1: Can the babies what, breathe, I'm sorry, can the babies breathe in a box?
2: Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so.
0: It's not like a box, it's not like that. It's like she built like a little incubator thing that you lay the baby in.
1: Okay, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, so the box is heated in the in the winter time. It's it's temperature controlled on the inside of the box, and so there's ventilation on the inside that brings in the central air from the inside of the building into the box and just circulates it. And um, and so um, we keep the box anywhere between 72 and 84 degrees at all times because newborns need heat. And um, and in the wintertime, in the winter time we usually are between 84 and 90 in our boxes because again babies need heat. Um, And so, but the babies are only in our boxes for right at about two minutes, two and a half minutes. The longest a child has been in our box is four minutes. Um, So we're pretty proud of the time that our fire stations are getting to these newborns right away.
0: What people don't understand, and I think it's amazing is that 60 million children are abandoned every year. 7,000 of them in the United States. And people who live in different places, like the weather changes, this happens during the winter babies were being left outside next to trash cans or in a trash can dead in the middle of winter and women no longer have to do that and this is not a system that shames you this is not a system that's trying to get you on camera to identify you it is simply a safe way for you to give your baby a life and a different chance and have a chance to live and then you also said on the video that once 911 is alerted, the first thing to do is 911's called and they come and they take the babies to the hospital for a checkup.
2: Yep. Um, and all of our babies that have been placed in our boxes, we've had 10 in our boxes uh, since November of 2017. Every one of our babies have been healthy and full term. Um, we do get, in, um, and this might be going a little too far, but a lot of our babies have the placenta still attached. So these babies are not born in hospitals. And so, you know, the fire, the fire department, I mean, we're, you know, I'm a firefighter and a medic out of Indiana and we're trained to take care of newborns. We're trained to deliver newborns. So these babies that are being placed in our boxes, the fire department, the the medics, this isn't anything that they've never seen. It's just a different way for these babies to be saved. I don't know if you guys follow us, but um, two days ago, there was a baby found in the woods right outside of Detroit and it's like this didn't have to happen, you know. This did not have to happen for whatever reason. This mother didn't trust the the fire department or the hospital in that area, um, and there is no baby boxes in that area. Um, but in the state of Michigan, you have to walk into a facility and hand the child to a person. And a lot of a lot of women and, and men don't want to do that because it's it's basically like saying, "I want what's best for my child," and it's not me. And that's hard for someone to admit. You know, um, I don't know if you kind of read my bio or my background, but um, my birth mom was 17 years old. She was brutally attacked and raped and left along the side of the road. And this was back in August of 72 when abortion was illegal in our country. And so she pressed charges against the man who had raped her and he was arrested and charged. And then, you know, she finds out she's pregnant. And at 17 in the 70s, that was just, you went away to your aunt's. Well, my birth mom was hidden for the remainder of the pregnancy, and then she gave birth and abandoned me two hours after I was born. And so I got to meet her when I was 37 years old. And that became the best and the worst day of my life because I had no idea that I was even abandoned. I, I, I All I knew this was that I was adopted. And so getting to meet her was really the highlight of my life. But then I learned that I was an unwanted child whisked into this world by violence. And, and so I had to find purpose through pain. And we all have pain. We all are in a time in our lives. We all come to a point where we're just like, why Lord, why am I going through this? What, what, what is in the, what, what is, what is the lesson I'm learning here? And so I've taken that pain of feeling unwanted and unworthy. And I became a medic and a firefighter to save lives. And now I, I engineered a device that now saves the lives of infants. So I kind of look at this says, my life was saved so that today I may save others. And that truly is the purpose for all of us.
0: I did read that, but I wasn't going to bring it up, but I'm so happy that you did. (laughs) Um, Because a lot of our followers also grew up in the system. Unfortunately, some of them weren't adopted because they watched me on a show called Punky Brewster a long time ago where Punky was abandoned. And so i'm sure that it will hit home do you know i'm not sure what the statistic is is it a cycle do abandoned children abandon their children
2: that i don't i don't know um that that's a good question that's a I'm really gonna, good question
0: i'm gonna say i'm gonna research that and see but i just know that your story will really hit home with a lot of our listeners and our followers so i really appreciate you sharing it
2: Oh, you're welcome. You know, I mean, it's, I've been blessed. I actually, my book is coming out because I'm super excited to launch it. It's called Blessed to Have Been Abandoned, the Story of the Baby Box Lady. And, uh, and I, and I show, I, there's a lot of scripture in my book. I mean, when you go through something like this, you have to turn to Christ in order to find your purpose. And I hope it's okay that I'm talking about Christ on your podcast, but, um, but, but it's, it, you, you have to literally look up and say, what are you trying to teach me? And what do you want me to do? And so when you start down that path, you start walking, you start wondering, am I on the right path? And sometimes you try to get off that path. Like I, I didn't want to be somebody that stood on a stage in front of thousands of people and said, my biological father is a convicted rapist, but here I am doing it because it's giving people hope. And, um, and so, you know, I, I speak in churches, I speak all over the place. And, and then now that this video has gone viral, uh, well, it's literally going global because we're getting calls from the UK, from Sweden, from Switzerland, wanting these boxes because people are tired of seeing dead babies alongside the highways. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, I just, I just wanted to save a few babies in the state of Indiana and, and Christ had a way bigger plan for me.
1: Well, I wanted to ask you about, um, I saw you post. Kentucky lawmakers seek to legalize, so it's not legal in Kentucky?
2: It is now. The governor actually signed it, so it is legal now in Kentucky for our boxes. Well, why
1: wouldn't it have been in the first place? Like, what, what was the hang-up? Do you know?
2: Well, boxes had never been done before. Um, okay. When I started boxes back in 2000, and uh, I became a nonprofit in 2015, um, this had never been thought. I mean, nobody was out there saying, let's put babies in boxes at fire stations. I was the the, the the first one that came along to do this and so I'm having to change the law in every state really? um, which is kind of a daunting task to be honest with you dealing with lawmakers
1: <laughs> yeah I, you know I, I guess I, I, I hate to sound like this but I never even knew of anything like this I didn't know that there's abandoned babies on the highway and stuff I didn't know anything like this I, I mean have you dealt with like men like me who or people just people like me who didn't even though this is even going on,
2: um, you know I do get that a lot. Um, like, is this really a problem in our country? And and so you know, Chicago. Interesting that you say that you're from Illinois. Illinois is one of the top five states in the country for infant abandonment, really? and Chicago is the is the city that literally brings that up. You guys, I mean, there was a baby. Um, I think it was in November that was left at the door of an ER. So this mother went all the way to the hospital to surrender her child to medical personnel. And then she left the child on the doorstep. And so, so, you know, it's, it, and it's situations like that. We actually also, um, this has been two years ago. Now this was back in 2019. We actually had a mom that came from Chicago to our box in Hammond, Indiana and utilized our box so that she could remain anonymous. We were on a 24 hour hotline. So, um, uh, this mom called us and we said the closest we gave her the location, the closest box. And she drove 50 miles to get to that box so that she could keep her child safe, but also remain anonymous.
0: How can people contact you if they want like a box? Like I want a box in my neighborhood too. <laughs> what do we have to do? I'm like, put it in my house. I know. <laughs> what do we do to get a box in our neighborhood?
2: Um, you need to contact us. If the law is, if a law, if the law in your state allows it, then we just have to find a, a safe haven location, like a, a fire station or a hospital. We want to make sure that there's medical personnel there at all, all times. Like I get it all the time. Well, can we put this in a church? No, as much as I love churches and I love what you do, right. and and but th- there's not always medical personnel there. So if you have a baby that's in distress, you're going to still have to call 911. You know? So it's like, we want to make sure that the person who's pulling that baby from that box is is equipped to deal with anything that they, they have at them. And so, um, so contact us. Um, we're right now, um, 11 states, uh, are working on legislation this session to allow baby boxes. And then we're already legal in five states. Well, six states with Kentucky. So chipping away, chipping away. Do you know
0: which states those are offhand?
2: Um, we are legal in Arizona, um, Arkansas, Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Florida and Kentucky.
0: I'm, I'm cheering for Pennsylvania because that's where I'm from. <laughs> yep.
2: Pennsylvania has been a little tricky with us, though, because we passed the law and it 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 mandated that the Department of Health make protocols, policies, and procedures for the use of baby boxes. Well, we didn't put a time frame on it. So here we are a year and a half, two, year, two years later, and they're still, oh, we're working on it. It's like, come on now. you know, All these babies that are being abandoned in your state, um, hello, you need to work a little faster.
1: That's what I was going to ask you. Like, when they say, to me, this just seems like, yeah, it's a good idea. Let's do it. What What are some of the hangups or the concerns that people might say why they might not want to do? It? I don't see why someone wouldn't, but like, why doesn't Illinois want to do it?
2: Well, we actually have um, legislation pending um, that is trying to go through the steps in Illinois. Um, Some people look at this as a pro-life issue. I mean, as pro-life, I'm as pro-life as they come, but I don't make this a pro-life or a pro-choice issue because this child is born, this child's going to go in a dumpster or my box. Those are the two options we have for this mom. And so that sometimes kind of hangs things up. Um, And then we also have people that say, well, I want the mother to walk into the facility and hand the child to a person because it's safer. Well, you can say that all day long, but they're not going to do that if they don't feel comfortable doing it. And so um, that's one of the hangups. And then what if the box malfunctions? And we have so many safety features on this box. We are now, which is, I'm super excited about this. This is a new feature that we're just adding. We're actually having cameras on the inside of the box so that on your phone, there's app. I mean, technology is awesome right now. And so you can actually click on your phone on an app And see the inside of your baby box. So if you want to check it, I mean, whatever, but we will always know um, immediately when a baby is placed inside and the the camera will never be on the mom. We we always want the mom to know that this is 100% anonymous. If this baby is um, healthy and unharmed, we're not going to look for you. We're not going to look for you. We'll give you resources if you call us, but this is legal for you to do. And we're not going to look for you. Um, I also get um, a lot of people that say that these children deserve to know who their parents are. And that really frosts my tail because, you know, as, as much as I am an advocate for adoption, I would rather have my life than know who my parents are. You know, you have to put your life first. And so you, you get that, that kind of pushback. Um, And that's mostly from the people who just don't want adoption. Um, They don't, like adoption i just don't understand that mm-hmm. and then people also say well you're just adding more kids to the foster care system and it's like no you don't understand all of our babies are are adopted immediately we have 200,000 families in this country right now waiting on a waiting on an infant And so our babies that, that we have surrendered are with their forever family within 30 to 45 days. So the foster care system is enacted with kids that parents thought they could raise and couldn't and did something wrong and didn't work hard enough to get them back. And now they're lingering in foster care for whatever reason. I, I'm not trying to judge anybody because I, I'm not, um, but it's, it's apples and oranges. Yeah. Same.
0: I'm as pro-choice as pro-choice can get, but once a baby is here, we need to take care of it. And Courtney, I I would love to use your video if it's okay on this podcast, because Courtney, you're thinking a box. The box is not closed on this end, but just this end. Once she shut the door like this, it's like a little incubator crib thing that's opened on the other end. So if you walk by, the baby's all in the open, you can see the baby.
2: Courtney, I'll do one better for you. I will take you to one of our baby boxes in the area and I will trip it so you can see exactly how fast these alarms go off and you can see exactly what it is.
1: Wow.
2: That'd be okay. amazing. And I might even take you to Applebee's for a margarita.
1: Hey. <laughs> <One laughs> no, we
2: definitely got him. <laughs>
1: wow. He's in. Yeah. Wow.
2: That is amazing. So,
0: what can we do? as a podcast is wanting to tell everybody in the world, what can we do to help these baby boxes?
2: Well, the the best thing to do is to educate others that the safe haven law is out there so that we stop finding these babies in dumpsters and trash cans. That's the hardest job for us. is the education piece. These, these women have to know that this law is available to them um, before the crisis occurs. Otherwise, they're not gonna think clearly once they're in the midst of their crisis. So education is pivotal. They need to know, and, and, and it's kind of funny too because this TikTok video, we're now trying to find humorous ways to put it out there because people on TikTok want humor. So, okay, we'll give them some humor, you know? And it's like, people are putting babies in a box. It's it's like, yes, do you know the alternative here? Um, so, you know, if you guys have ways that would be humorous for us to, to do this on our channel, I mean, we have 135,000 followers now in a week. We we gained all these people in a week. <laughs> Just well, like...
0: maybe we can do a contest. Who has a funny way to put a baby in a box, but to keep well, it safe? yeah.
2: It, and it, it just, you know, it just kind of goes viral. So, yeah. But yeah, I would love for you to show the video. So, um, so. Uh, Thank you. you.
1: Or maybe make Ooh. a rap. Maybe, maybe make a rap or a music or something like that. Would it?
2: Yes.
0: A music video for the baby boxes. For the baby. Yeah, a <laughs> rhyme. There we go. <laughs> yes. I have a question. How much do these boxes cost? Is cost an issue when you go to different states? And I know everything usually boils back down to money.
2: Well, we are not government funded, nor will I take a penny from the government. Um, we, are, we are strictly um, ran by donations and fundraising. And the reason why is because if a woman calls my hotline, I want to pray with her if she'll let me pray with her. If I take money from the government, they're not going to let me pray with her. And that's just unacceptable to me when I live a life with Christ. So that is first and foremost. Um, and, you know, we, we are a nonprofit. So everything that we do is by donations. Um, so we try to get the location to raise at least $10,000 prior to the installation of the box. And then they do a lease program. So the only thing that it costs the location is 200 bucks a year. That's it to lease the box. And so they can have it for a lifetime. It's going to cost them 200 bucks a year. We're going to take care of the box. And we also recertify the box. So our engineer goes to each location and makes sure that all the technology is updated, that it's working exactly as designed. We do this yearly. This isn't something that we just do. This is every year we do this. And then if the box breaks or something's wrong with the box, they call us and we come and repair it. As a firefighter, firehouses don't have money. They just don't have money. So when I started this program, I thought, how can I get it to where these boxes are never down? And if I sell them a box and it breaks, that box is going to be down for months until they can raise the money to repair it with okay. an, with an electrician that probably doesn't even know how the box works. So we designed a program to where we're the only ones that touch our box. The only thing that the fire department does is run a test weekly on the test or on the box to make sure that the box is working exactly as designed. But we take full control of the box and we take full liability. So the fire department doesn't have that either. So everything is by donations. Um, We have donated boxes to to facilities that didn't have any money um, because other people are giving us money to further our missions. So, um, so yeah, so that's kind of how we run.
0: Can you tell us, I'm sorry, Courtney, but first, can she tell us where to go if somebody wants
2: to make a donation to you guys? Yeah, go to shbb.org. Um, uh, that's the best way to do it. We also do a ton of Facebook fundraisers. Um, that's a really good way to to get your uh, education and awareness out to the people on your um, your Facebook friends. And plus, it raises money for a nonprofit that needs the help from, you know, the communities that, uh, that these people are in.
1: Uh, what's the name of the... Um... non-profit uh organization because i can put that on during up during the video people
2: can Um, yeah it's safe haven baby boxes and our website is uh shbb.org
0: i have that i found you i couldn't believe that you guys got back to me so fast i was so excited
2: kevin's really good kevin is my social media director he's a stay-at-home dad and so it's like perfect for him. You know, he's home all the time. All he's, all he's got is time when the kids are in school.
0: (laughs) It's amazing. I watched it. I bust out crying. I went back to look for it again. I bust out crying again. Um, I'm one of those women who really want to extend my family, but I can't have more children biologically. So children and adoption is definitely on my mind. And I work with kids constantly. And what you're doing is absolutely positively amazing.
1: Yeah. I, I want to know, how, how did you come up? I mean, you hear about these geniuses that come up with these, these, I mean, it, it sounds like something simple, but you made, like, how'd you come up with this? Like, what, I just want to know, like, how did you even think? So I
2: I was on a speaking tour in Cape Town, South Africa, um, with uh, a friend of mine, and we spoke 14 times in 16 days. She's an abstinence speaker. um, And over there, HIV, tuberculosis just runs rampant. And, um, And so we were over there speaking, and we happened to be at a church in Cape Town, South Africa, that had what they called a baby safe. And I was like, what is this and what is it used for? And they said, well, women bring their children here at night so no one sees them. So they're not shamed or judged. And I'm like, does this really work? Like what? The States doesn't have anything like this. And I couldn't get this out of my mind. And so on the flight back from Cape Town, South Africa, on a Delta napkin, it always starts on a napkin, doesn't it? Yeah. On a Delta napkin. And I still have this napkin today. I hand drew my vision of the baby box. And then I went to a builder in Fort Wayne, Indiana called Fab Industries. And I walked in and I said, hey, I want you to build me a baby box. And he's like, and, and this, and he's a full-time firefighter and this is his business. And so, and, and he's like, you want to do what? And I'm like, I want to. Build a box and I want to put babies in it and save them from abandonment. And he goes, Monica, I'll build you anything you want for 700 bucks. So (laughs) I I took my husband's checkbook, I wrote him a check for 700 bucks, and I walked out of there like a boss.
1: (laughs) Like you are. That's right.
0: I love
2: it. Yeah. So Wow. wow.
0: Thank you. So, what else do you want us to know before you go?
2: Oh, gosh, we could sit here and talk forever. I just, know, but I feel
0: bad. You said this is like your sixth one today and you're still smiling, so I want to keep you smiling.
2: No, no, you know, this is my job now. I actually retired as a firefighter and a medic, which was one of the hardest things that I've ever done because I loved that job. But when Christ calls you, um, you can try and do both jobs, but when it gets too much, you have to choose. And I, and I chose. And so I do this full time and I'll tell you, uh, I have never been more blessed in my life to be able to do God's work so um, my husband's working on my kitchen can you hear the drill going I on?
0: did I did just hear it hey he's building baby boxes
2: he, no he's not he's putting my <laughs> cabinets in that it, my kitchen has been a mess for weeks and I'm just like over it oh.
1: you, how often do you travel you travel a lot to different places and stuff
2: I do. Um, next week I will, I'm in Indiana next week. And then the following week I'll be in Arkansas for a week and I travel all over, um, just spreading the mission, you know, that you don't have to choose, you know, to, to not keep your child safe. This is a safe legal option for you. And, um, and we'll take it from there. Um, we also have a PSA. I don't know if you guys seen it on our YouTube channel, but um, it's amazing. We just had it done. And it's a woman that um, um, that finds out she's pregnant. It basically shows you the baby box. That might be a really good one too to, to show um, because she, she finds out she's pregnant, you know, the basic PSA, and and she hides the pregnancy, which is what the majority of our, our moms do. And then she gives birth and then uh, surrenders the child in one of our boxes in Indiana. And then it shows at the very end, um, the adoptive parents getting the call that there's a little girl that needs a home. And so it's just beautifully done. We paid a lot of money to have this, but we want people to really connect with the fact that we're making, we're not only, we're not only helping moms, but we're making families. And, um, and that's really important. Adoption is such a blessing. Um, so.
0: It definitely is. Are we allowed to use that on the show? Yeah. Anything on, yeah, anything on our
2: Facebook, uh, our Facebook, our Instagram, our now TikTok or YouTube channel, feel free. You just have to put in there that it's, you know, provided by Safe Haven Baby Boxes, but absolutely.
0: Because uh, I would like to repost everything that you guys do.
2: Oh, you're awesome. Well, and in Pennsylvania, you guys, there's been so many abandoned babies in Pennsylvania. Um, we're, we're trying so hard to get them in there. And um, uh, definitely the more you guys can spread the message, um, hopefully the more women will utilize the safe haven law.
0: Thank you so much for being here. You were absolutely positively amazing. Yes. Uh, thank How did you guys meet anyway? Courtney and I? Yeah. Courtney, he actually interviewed me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was doing another show and I interviewed her and I just thought, I mean, she has great stories and, you know, you know, her story alone is, you know, enough, but Then she introduced me to a whole new world, Cherry's world, and yeah, I just thought she needed a podcast. So that's pretty much it, yeah.
2: So what is your story, can I ask? Me?
0: Yes, ma'am. I am a little girl from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, whose mother decided to take a leap of faith when our steel mill closed. Um, I come from a small steel town of Duquesne and she moved me 3000 miles away from everybody that she knew. Um, and six months later, I got a job on TV. And since I was six years old, I've been acting. It kind of came a cop out because I thought I wanted to be an architect till I realized I had to go to college. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a job on the show called Family Matters. And so I just kept working. And then I started producing films and I'm still working. And then met Courtney. And this is season three of Cherry's World Podcast.
1: Oh, forget Punky Brewster. You came back.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Punky Brewster just came back. We're really excited about doing the reboot. But the best part is to use my platform to fight for things that I really believe in.
2: That's purpose through pain. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know, like I said, my book comes out and I'm hoping that someone picks it up and makes a movie out of it um, simply because uh, there was a, there was a, there was a movie in the States back in 2015 called the Dropbox. If you haven't seen it, go to YouTube and just type in the Dropbox. Well, it's this, uh, this pastor from Seoul, South Korea that was so tired of finding dead babies in along the street that he just decided to build a baby box and stick it in his house. And this was in 2009 that he did this. He's had 1,600 babies come through his box in 11 years. Wow. I'm not even kidding. And so I was like, we need to do like a drop box too, you know, because now we got boxes in the States um, that is saving babies. But I don't think, I, I hope we don't have 1,600 babies in our boxes after 10 years. I mean, if we can save every baby, great. But, you know, some of these moms... You know, adoption plans are so much better than surrendering your child in one of our boxes, you know, something like that. But yeah, so watch the Dropbox. He's amazing. Uh, his name is Pastor Lee. Okay, heard, so people, I'm sorry. Go
0: ahead, Courtney.
1: Now, you know what? I, I heard something on TV before, uh, a couple months ago, and I don't know this, if you don't want to answer this question, no problem. But I heard someone say, say, you know, they got birth control for women, but birth control really should be for men. Yes. Because men is the one that's but I don't know. How do you how do you feel about that? I know yes. how Cherry, I know how Cherry feels about that, but
2: <laughs> well, you know, um I think and and I'm not, you know, I try not to get too controversial, but no, I don't do,
1: worry about it, then you don't I, have to
2: answer. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because okay. this is this is where I, I because I, I believe in the family. I believe in the family dynamics. Mm-hmm. And fathers we don't have fathers in homes anymore. And that's the problem um, with a lot of the kids that are in foster care. These moms are doing it on their own and they just can't, they need the help. And, and, um, and so I, I I believe in birth control, don't get me wrong, you know, but um, I think we need to have more families or more dads with their kids. You know, I think we would have less, um, less, gosh, youth and juvenile halls. And, you know, I just think that men are, are, and they just need to be a dad, you know, I posted something on Facebook not too long ago that said um, the best gift a father can give his daughter is to show his daughter how much he loves his mother or yeah. her mother. Yeah. And so, you know, I just love that saying because um, it really does show, you know, I mean, there's so many, there's just so many kids that are just fatherless. Sad. Um Yeah. That's why I believe
0: in male birth control. Unload the gun, and it can't shoot you.
2: <laughs> well, you know, and that, that brings up a good point too. Because uh, Courtney, another thing that I get pushed back on a lot is, what about the dads? What if a mother puts a baby in the box, and the dad wants his child? Oh. And, and you know, and and I well, and I'll tell you, I'll give you a. <laughs> I'll give you a case out of Gary. Yeah. Um, so we actually had a, a parent, a mom surrender at one of our fire stations there. And 30 minutes later, the dad comes with his parents. This is the first time this ever happened. And so we're like, they're like, well, you know, she did this without my knowledge. Well, you still have the same rights that she has. And so you just have to petition the court to regain custody of this child. And this child will come right back to you. Even if she surrenders the child in one of our boxes dads still have their rights which they should they should still have their rights and so um so yeah so that is another one of the pushbacks that i get is well what what if they don't know and i'm like if you're missing a kid you're gonna know
0: yeah, you, you know? know yeah what is it better to leave them in the dumpster i know dumb pushback that's i'm sorry that's male logic <laughs>
1: I, I I don't get that though. Like, so if the so the father will have to actually fight to get the kid back that he unrightfully. Well, he's got to
0: prove that he is the father. Oh, okay, First of right. all, you got to go through the whole okay. DNA okay. thing. Yeah. Okay, that
1: makes sense. You can't just hand the baby. That over makes sense.
2: Me. That makes sense. We got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the same thing with a mom too. If a mom come, which we have had a mom come back after she placed her baby in our box, oh. they have to do a DNA test oh. because no one sees who she is, oh. and so she has to petition the court as well. Um, so yeah, so, and, and, and plus we don't want to, we don't want to hand this child to somebody that's homeless. Like even though you're the birth father, you can't be homeless and raise a newborn. Right. So, you know, they'll, they'll go through the steps, but, um, but it is possible and we have seen it happen. Wow. wow. Amazing. Yeah, I forgot the other
0: question I wanted to ask her.
1: <laughs> yeah. Your story, your story, your invention. This is wow. You just never know who people are, man. That's
0: we're gonna put like your social media attached to everything when yeah. it comes up, so that people. Oh, that can... would
2: be that would be awesome. I actually um I actually patented the box last year. Okay. Um, my husband and I uh, are on the invent as the inventors of the box, and we paid sixteen thousand dollars to have it patented, and then I sold the patent to Safe Haven for a dollar, so that I could never profit off the design, um, because I want people to understand that this isn't about money for me. This is this is about saving the lives of children and following. Christ's path. So um, wow. so yeah, so that's that's something that I love to tell people because it, it is our heart is in it. And when you find somebody that their heart is in it, their heart is in it. So, no, thank you guys. Thank you very much. No,
1: yeah, what, absolutely. Where will your book be available? At? Did you say that already? I don't know if I missed it.
2: Um, Mindster Media is my publishing company and so it'll go online first on Amazon and Books okay. A Million and stuff like that. I actually have one of the Shark Tank, um, the first, Kevin Harrington from the Shark Tank actually endorsed my book. So I'm like super excited to have that out there because he's like, you know, Kevin Harrington from the Shark Tank. So, um, but yeah, so probably three weeks it'll be on Amazon, um. Okay. I can't wait. I can't wait for people to see the, the struggle, the pain, and then finding purpose.
0: Thank you so much for being here. Nice. I will never, nice. ever forget this interview. And I hope to stay in touch with you. And when you come in my neighborhood and you're installing those boxes, I'm by coastal now. So I'm in LA too. I want to meet up with you.
2: If that's I okay. would love to buy you lunch. Oh. I would love to buy <laughs> you
1: lunch. And the margarita, and a margarita, margarita yeah. down, I forgot about <laughs> that margarita. Appreciate you. Yeah.
2: I'm so proud
0: of you. I don't know you, but I'm so proud of you.
2: Thank, Thank you, you guys. I'd be you. on any time. I'd be happy to come back.
0: Okay. Oh, remember you said that. So tell Kevin, don't forget
2: me. <laughs> I would tell him, don't forget. I'm going back. Well, and you know, something else too, is we're really close with a lot of these families that have some of these babies that have been placed in our box. So the next time, maybe we can do it to where we have them on the screen with me and you can see them, you can see why we fight so hard. And, and, you know, I mean, it's just, it's a really, it really does feel good to be able to see them as they're running around, you know, being toddlers or whatever. Yes,
0: absolutely. We'd love to have you back. Thank you so much
2: you're welcome guys well Your god bless you. you and god bless you, you too thank and you. i will see you guys next time all
0: right thank you wow
2: all right um, see ya across the world welcome to cherry's world
1: world across the world welcome to cherry's world representing for every girl welcome to cherry's world representing for every girl Welcome to Cherry's
0: World. Hey, if you're listening to Cherry's World Podcast on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, please give us a five star. Let us know what you think. Leave us a review. I want to hear from you. Thank you. Head over to Grit's Tees. That's G R I T T -T 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 E E Z dot com. They've got something for everybody athletics, humor, spiritual, and the woke communities. Come express yourself through apparel that communicates passion and perseverance. Use the checkout code CHERRY and you'll get 10% off of everything right now.